This is Friday, April 15th. <laughs> In this country, April 15th is not a happy day for many of us. U.S. income tax forms are due today. You could call it a day of reckoning. We have to track down receipts and paperwork and get the right data into the right forms before sending it off to Uncle Sam. Then we wait to find out if we did it right. You know, this day in our church calendar is also a day of reckoning. We that follow Jesus call the day Good Friday. Some would wonder how it could be called good. As Thursday night wore on into Friday, a sham of a trial of Jesus was quickly held. False witnesses were brought forward to accuse Jesus of blasphemy, and the religious leaders allied themselves to make sure he'd be condemned to death. But they didn't do it alone. The secular powers were involved as well. Pontius Pilate, the Roman representative to Jerusalem, had to approve the plan, and the people had to go along with it as well. It was just on the previous Sunday, Palm Sunday, a few days before, that the people hailed Jesus as he entered Jerusalem. But on this day they will cry out, Crucify him! Crucify him! They will choose the brigand Barabbas for release when they're given the choice. Today, rather than look more deeply into the crucifixion, I'd like us to overhear the prayer of Jesus recorded that night. It's recorded in John 17 from that night before. It's the longest prayer of Jesus were given in Scripture. Here's how it begins. John chapter 17, verse 1 to 5. Father, the hour has come. Glorify your Son that your Son may glorify you. For you granted him authority over all people that he might give eternal life to all those you have given him. Now this is eternal life that they know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ whom you have sent. I brought you glory on earth by finishing the work you gave me to do. And now, Father, glorify me in your presence with the glory I had with you before the world began. As Jesus begins his prayer, he's tying up the mission that the Father had given to him. His mission is to secure life for the ones the Father has called to him. He will do this in his death. It is this that brings glory to the Son. Now we might wonder how death could bring glory to Jesus. You see, it shows us the extent of his love, and it also shows his faithfulness to the will of his Father. It is who Jesus is. He has come to reveal the love of the Father and to accomplish salvation for us. He wants us to know the Father. You know, there's so many distorted views of God. Some people imagine God is far away and uninterested in us. Others think God is angry with humanity. But here we see the love of God revealed in Jesus. Jesus lays aside his life so that we might have eternal life, life with God forever. There's a beautiful intimacy in this prayer between the Father and the Son. Here's more. I am coming to you now, but I say these things while I am still in the world so that they may have the full measure of my joy within them. My prayer is not for them alone. 
I pray also for those who will believe in me through their message, that all of them may be one. Father, just as you are in me, and I am in you. May they also be in us, so that the world may believe that you have sent me. I have given them the glory you gave me, that they may be one as we are one, I in them and you in me, so that they may be brought to complete unity. Then the world will know that you sent me and have loved them even as you have loved me. Father, I want those you have given me to be where I am and to see my glory, the glory you have given me, because you loved me before the creation of the world. First in this prayer we overhear Jesus praying for the full measure of joy for his disciples. Jesus has warned them about the hardship they will face because they believe in him. But there's joy for them even then. This is the joy that comes from knowing Jesus and living in the love of the Father. There's joy in the fullness of the life that comes from being on mission with Jesus in the world. But notice his prayer is not only for his disciples. He prays for us too. For all those that will come to faith as a result of the ministry of the apostles. He prays for the unity of believers and how this unity will reveal the love of the Father to the world. And yes, he wants the world to see that the Father has loved his disciples and all that have come to him just as he loved Jesus, his Son. Wow, that's beautiful. Yes, this is the love the Father has for us. It is the same as the love as he has for Jesus. This is the love we have received and we live in every day. We are so united with Christ that we will be with him forever. And the love the Father has for him extends to us in all its fullness. It's stunning to think about the bond we have in Christ and with Christ. And how this provides access to us to the grace and kindness of the Father. Finally, in this section of the prayer, Jesus calls upon the Father to re reunite his people with him in the end, so that we might see his glory. As I read this chapter, I can't help but echo, hear the echo of the Father's answer in the words of the Apostle John, recorded in the book of Revelation. The day will come when, as Jesus says, his people will be where he is in his kingdom. Here's our scripture. Revelation chapter 22, what verse 1 to 5. Then the angel showed me the river of the water of life as clear as crystal flowing from the throne of God and of the Lamb down the middle of the great street of the city. On each side of the river stood the tree of life bearing twelve crops of fruit, yielding its fruit every month. And the leaves of the tree are for the healing of the nations. No longer will there be any curse. The throne of God and of the Lamb will be in the city, and his servants will serve him. They will see his face, and his name will be on their foreheads. There will be no more night. They will not need the lamp, light of a lamp or the light of the sun, for the Lord God will give them light, and he will reign forever and ever. Let's pray. Faithful Father, we pray also as Jesus prayed. We pray that your joy will sustain us through uncertain days and that your peace will fill us and your love will raise our longing for you and your kingdom. 
As we remember today the death of Jesus for us, we stand in awe of your goodness. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.